0: Hello, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I am your host, David C. As always... Hey there, Mavs fans, and welcome to another episode of Mavs Content Crazy. I'm your host, David C., as always, and in today's episode, the Mavericks quickly correct course and take down the Portland Trailblazers 132-112 to 112 and show that this team is still dangerous even without some of their firepower. So, Mavs fans, let's get right into it here. One day after the Mavericks were absolutely demolished by the Golden State Warriors, the Mavericks show a little bit of character. They show a little bit of who they are by not letting that loss get to them, by not letting their frustration boil over. As we've seen in the game against Golden State, Luca obviously wasn't too happy. Porzingis was so upset that he kicked the ball into the stands and was fined $15,000. Everyone was a little... upset with how their game was yesterday and for them to come back and play this well against a Portland team who is playing desperate right now because they're trying to hang on to that 10th spot and that play-in tournament spot in the Western Conference and really needed this win against a Maverick team that was reeling. But the Mavericks definitely took care of business. They did exactly what they had to do, and they played extremely well in this game. You got a lot of production from every one of the starters in this matchup, and I tell you what, Kristaps Porzingis had one heck of a game for the Mavericks, scoring the majority of his points in the first half, and in the first quarter, I should say, but he definitely was a big part of why the Mavericks won this game. And the reason I want to talk about Porzingis first And foremost, is because I don't have very many debates with people on social media. I generally try to um, educate people on what it takes for trades and things like that to operate in the NBA. I know everyone loves to live in the fantasy realm of what we could get and, and what players we should trade for and what players would fit perfectly in our lineup. Don't get me wrong. I have those dreams as much as anyone else in the NBA. But you have to make sense of your trades if you're actually going to try to throw one out there. You can't throw fantasy trades. I'm sorry, that is not the real world when it comes to the NBA. You have to be a little bit more serious when you look at it. And I had a debate with someone who was trying to say that we should trade Kristaps Porzingis because he is just not effective. He can't create his own shot. And Luka's going to carry too much of the load as long as KP's on this roster. And I tell you right now, that is just the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard. He proceeded to tell me that Porzingis was going to revert back to the Porzingis of last postseason and not be productive at all this um, coming playoff season. And (laughs) I find that hilarious because we all know what happened to KP last year. Rick Carlisle was on his way out the door and just really did what he could to sabotage this team, to be honest. He told Porzingis, you're just a spot-up shooter and just go stand in the corner. And that is not a way to use Porzingis in a productive manner. And obviously not a way you were going to win a whole lot of playoff games using your second star as just a spot-up shooter. KP was not at fault for what happened last postseason. He was asked to do certain things by Rick Carlisle, and he did them to the best of his abilities, but of course he was never gonna be effective in that way. He is a guy who does need touches early in the game to get his rhythm going, and the Mavericks seem to be okay doing that this season under Jason Kidd. KP has thrived in this offense, being the primary scorer, usually in the first quarter of most games. And on top of that, he has stepped up the level of defense for the Mavericks, especially in this last month and a half for the Dallas Mavericks. He has played well. He has anchored our defense and made us one of the best defenses in the NBA at this point in the season, sitting fourth in defensive rating. And that is a huge step up from last year. And he is the biggest part of why that is when you look at the Mavericks roster right now. He plays extremely good defense in the paint. He clogs up everything and makes everything really difficult for the opposing teams. And he is someone that is going to be a huge part for this Maverick team if we're going to make a playoff run this season. Um, I've I seen some of the trades that this same person who had a debate with me about this tried to say that the Mavericks should trade KP for Yusuf Nurkic and CJ McCollum, but In this trade, he was trading KP, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Jalen Brunson to get those two guys. And I don't know if you just watched this game in which we played Portland. Who are these two guys that we are mentioning? Nurkic and McCullum are both playing for And Don't get me wrong. McCullum is a good player. Nurkic is an average center who was bested by Kristaps Porzingis in this game. KP tonight played 27 minutes, gave you 22 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 assist along with 1 steal going 8-of-18 from the field and 1-of-3 from the three-point line. Now, KP is someone who is a guy that needs touches early, and under Jason Kidd, I think he has done really, really well with keeping him involved, keeping him in the offense, and making sure he knows he is a big part of this team. And that is a big part of the turnaround for the Mavericks here in the last month and a half. KP is playing extremely well for this Maverick team, Obviously, we know in the Golden State game, it wasn't pretty. It was a horrible shooting night for all Dallas Mavericks. But in this game tonight, KP led the way for the starters and led the team in scoring in this game and did it really in an efficient manner in the first half. So I just had to kind of rant off about that first because you cannot trade KP right now for... Anyone that's not going to make the same impact on your team. As I was saying, the guy I had a debate with was saying he wants to trade KP for a defensive center and a 20 point per night scorer. That being said, he proceeded to say that Porzingis was not that good of a player. If you're telling me that Porzingis is not that good of a player, then how do you expect to get a package back of a defensive center and a 20 point per night scorer? That doesn't make sense. If you're, if Porzingis is good, then you can get those type of players back. But if Porzingis is bad, as you say, then you obviously cannot receive a package back that's going to give you that much punch. So it was kind of a ridiculous, just, just kind of absurd to listen to what uh, some people think about Chris Stapp's Porzingis on this team right now. But he is the, one of the biggest reasons why this Maverick team has turned it around this last month and a half. So just had to throw that out there. Had to say KP's playing great. I still think that the Mavericks can make a trade what they will do. It's really hard to say now, especially with Tim Hardaway's junior uh, contract, not being a part of any package deal. Um, It's really difficult to say. And I'd rather just stick with the team we have currently constructed to see what we can do in the playoffs. Because We just don't really have the pieces right now to make a big splash in the trade market. But when you look at this game tonight against Portland and you look at what the starters all did together, it's really not needed. You don't need to make a big trade right now. You just need to be efficient as a team. And they were that in a big, big way in this game as the Mavericks were... um, really just dominant in everything they were doing there was a few runs where portland got it to within i believe four points it was in the third quarter then the mavericks just turned it back on and made sure that this game was out of hand and you know pushed the lead so i believe about 18 points going into the fourth quarter so um great team performance in this one which is what you had to have especially knowing and i said this in my last podcast Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't there now off the bench to give you that scoring. You are going to need more uh, from every player on this team and, of course, the bench guys as well. But when you look at the starters, they did what they had to do to pick up the slack. Jalen Brunson in this game played 35 minutes, gave you 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 11 assists, going 9 of 15 from the field and 2 of 3 from the 3-point line. Definitely making an impact. Brunson is a guy right now who is going to need to step up his scoring averages in the absence of Hardaway Jr. And I believe he can do that. I believe he will do that and help this team moving forward. Everyone has to look at themselves in the mirror right now and know that they have to pick up their game in Tim Hardaway Jr.'s absence. And I believe they're all going to do that. None more than Luka Doncic, who in this game looked to be a facilitator. Luka was not looking to uh, just light up the scoreboard and take a ton of shots. Luca was looking to pass in this game. And I think that is something that's very important to this Maverick team moving forward. Ball distribution and finding open guys is going to be a huge part of our success moving forward. And Luca is the vocal point of all of that as he put on a passing exhibition in this game. I mean, it was just a wonder to watch Beautiful to see all the passes that Luca was giving in this game, from uh, alley oop no look passes to crazy passes along the baseline that doesn't even make sense how they stay in bounce. Uh, just, just amazing what he was doing out there for the Mavericks tonight. Because as I said, he wasn't looking to dominate the scoreboard in tonight's game. Luca played 37 minutes, more than any other player on the court. Gave you 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 15 assists only going 4 of 11 from the field and 2 of 6 from the three-point line. So it's not like he took a ton of shots like we're used to seeing. He was actually outshot by Jalen Brunson and Kristaps Porzingis. Brunson took 15 shots, Porzingis took 18 shots, and Luka only took 11. And that might be a big part of what is going to make this team better moving forward. Luka... Looking more to pass and just being very creative for our team because Portland was really trying to double Luka and really they were trying to double Luka and Porzingis every chance they got, which was just kind of strange. Really, you you can't double both those guys and expect to be a productive defense because you're just leaving too many guys wide open. And we had guys that were ready to play in this one and ready to shoot. Of course, when you look at some of those shooters, we have to talk about Dorian Finney-Smith who has been playing extremely well for the Mavericks, and especially shooting well from the three-point line. Um, Tonight, he played 28 minutes, gave you 11 points, four rebounds, and two assists, went four of seven from the field and two of five from the three-point line himself. So, with Luca making the passes that he was making in this game, the guys just had to step up and make their shots. And for the most part, everybody was doing that. Everybody was playing with confidence and knocking down some really open shots. Now, even as I talk about Dorian, he missed quite a few open looks off of passes from Luka. And if our guys were actually shooting a bit better from the three-point line, um, Luka's assist numbers would probably be even higher than what they are, which is insane to think about because he had 15 assists in this game. And to really look at what happens in this game, if you watch the games, for those who are able to because of the horrible... Bally Sports Southwest situation, you see how many open looks are missed by uh, uh, the rest of the players on the Maverick roster off of beautiful passes from Luca. If they can start getting those shots to fall and gaining a little bit of confidence, knowing that Luca isn't a pass the ball and find them, our team is going to be extremely dangerous moving forward, especially with the uh, final guy in the starting lineup, Maxi Kleba, playing as well as he has been playing shooting the ball and defensively as in this game maxi played 27 minutes gave you 12 points five rebounds with one assist going five of nine from the field two of five from the three-point line along with three blocks and one steal maxi just does everything you really want from your center position and really he's not even a true center he's an undersized center he should be a power forward but he plays so well for the mavericks in that center position that you got to have him out there his defense right now is, man, it's it's up there. It, it's really nice to Maxi get out there and just play as well as he has been for the Mavericks lately. Especially me personally, was really concerned with Maxi coming back after his COVID stint because he did have a rough go with it last year when he caught COVID. And this season when he caught it again, I was a little concerned about how he was going to come back. But he has been playing extremely well for the Mavericks in the calendar year of 2022. His defense has been stellar, his shooting has been on par, and he makes this Maverick team that much more dangerous. And as I said, with Luka passing the ball the way he is, finding nothing but open guys all over the court, it makes this Maverick team dangerous. As in this game, they had seven guys in double digits, and it should have been nine guys. You had two other players on the Maverick roster who... Missed scoring double-digit points by two points or less. Which is amazing. Just amazing play by Luca, And he definitely wanted to win this game after the embarrassment of the Golden State Warriors game. He wanted to come back and play well. And he definitely did that. And the Mavericks helped him along the way. You got the production that you needed from your starters. And you got the production that you needed from the team as a whole. And of course, the Mavericks bench. Definitely helped him out in this one. Definitely gave a helping hand when the Mavericks needed it. When they needed to make sure that the game get too close. They played extremely well. And we're going to talk about all those guys coming off the bench. And what they did coming up next after the break. So when you look at the bench. The Dallas Mavericks really did get a lot of production from their bench squad tonight. And that's something that we can honestly say has not been happening A whole lot lately. The Maverick bench has really been lacking in the production area. But they got a lot of help tonight. None bigger than Reggie Bullock. Who really is the guy. Who is going to have to pick up a lot of slack. And really start making some shots to help this Dallas Maverick team. He is the best shooter that we have now. Coming in off the bench. And he has to prove it. He has to show the Mavericks that he can be a Big help for them. Otherwise, Bullock himself becomes a player that is tradable at the deadline because he is a player that other teams will like. He is a shooter that is usually better than what he has been this season. And I think he is someone that um, could really help someone make a playoff run, whether that be the Mavericks or another team. We'll find out after the deadline. But for right now, he definitely picked his game up in this game when the Mavericks needed it. Tonight, Bullock played 25 minutes Gave you 15 points and 4 rebounds going 5 of 8 from the field and 4 of 7 from that 3 point line along with 1 block. So Reggie is a guy who can get hot and, and really make some baskets for you. And, and we're really going to need that from him along with the defense that he plays as well. Because Let's not forget about that. Bullock is not just a 3 point spot up shooter. He's a guy who is very good defensively as well and we're going to need some of that from him as we progress through this season. If we don't make a trade, then we're going to need his production to definitely uh, go up a little bit. And with a game like this, I think this is where we need him to be on a nightly basis. We need him to average somewhere around 15 points per game to help stem the tide a little bit of losing Tim Hardaway Jr. And when you have other guys that can come in off the bench and really help as well, I mean, it's only going to benefit this team moving forward and. One guy that just got moved out of the starting position who had been a starter for the Mavericks for quite a while was Dwight Powell. He had a really good game tonight against um, Portland Trailblazers. And I tell you what, for those people who are saying that we should make a trade for Nurkic, Nurk had a heck of a time dealing with Dwight Powell in this game, which is hilarious considering how undersized Powell is compared to Nurkic. Powell is about a good four inches smaller than him and gives up a lot of weight to him, but still played extremely well tonight as Powell played 18 minutes, gave you 15 points and five rebounds going five of five from the field and five from the free throw line. So, I mean, that's exactly what you want from Powell. Get in there, be effective, help this team and just give everything you got because for all the Powell's faults, for all the, uh, probably not so good that he does give you out there on the court. He does generally leave a lot of effort out there. And, I mean, you you really can't ask for much more than that from him. He isn't overly talented. He isn't overly athletic. But as I say that, he had an insane one-handed dunk in this game that was um, kind of jaw-dropping. I didn't expect him to be able to get up that high, but he did with a nice, nice alley-oop pass. and, And it's... A part of the game that's going to help this Mavericks team moving forward with Maxi now being in that starting lineup, Powell being able to give you some offense off the bench is something that's going to be a big, big help for us. And I think he can give that to us every now and then. I wouldn't say on a nightly basis, but he can give it to the Mavericks every now and then in certain matchups. And we're going to need it from him. But we also have a lot of other guys on this bench now who are going to have an opportunity. And I think some of these guys are really going to flourish in that role. One of them being Josh Green. This is a guy who I want to see on the court a lot more than he's currently getting right now. And I get it. He's young. He's got to earn that respect from Kidd and from the rest of the team. But I think Green is someone who's going to be a player for this Maverick team come playoff time. And in this game tonight, he played 15 minutes. Gave you 9 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists. Going 3-4 from the field and 3-4 from the free throw line. So... Again, when you watch Josh Green out there on the court, it's all about his energy and just a overall game out there on the court. When you watch him out there running around, giving effort, I mean, he fights for everything out there and goes after every rebound. And you love to see it. You love to see that young player giving his all out there and actually playing well in limited minutes when he gets the opportunity. So Josh Green is someone who I expect to play well for the Mavericks. I expect him to get more time, obviously, with Tim out, and, and I think he is going to start to look really good for this Maverick team, and maybe, maybe just be a breakout player for the Mavericks when they need it come playoff time. No one's going to expect much from him, but if he can give it, I think it's really going to help this Dallas Maverick team. Now, another player who kind of disappeared on the end of the bench and was playing really well early in the season prior to an injury was Frank Ntilikina. He was a guy who was actually playing really good for the Mavericks, and I thought he was going to be a bigger piece um, to our team early in the season than what he's ended up being currently. He just, I don't know, after that injury, just wasn't able to get right and just wasn't making very impactful plays for the Mavericks. But now he's getting that opportunity. He's going to get some more run. Because we have to go a little deeper into our bench now. And tonight he played 15 minutes and gave you 8 points with 1 assist. Going 2 of 4 from the 3 point line and 3 of 6 from the field overall. And don't get me wrong. Frank is also a really good defender. And that's something that changes up our Maverick guard position as well. When you don't have Luca out there who in his own right has been a really good defender for the Mavericks this year. You have Frank Natalikina who can come in play some good defense as well, along with Josh Green. So between those two guards, you have some pretty high uh, efficiency when it comes to defensive uh, rating between Josh Green and Frank Tilakina. Those two guys can really help us out. And if they can score the ball as well, as well as find open players, it's just going to make this Maverick team even better. So good to see those guys getting the minutes. Good to see them producing in those minutes And hopefully they can continue to do that moving forward. Now, one guy who also has disappeared for a little while for the Dallas Mavericks, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't even recognize him when he was out there on the court with his haircut. Is Marquise Chris? Um, He cut off the do, and you know he's he's got a different look now. (laughs) I didn't I didn't recognize him at first when he went on the court. I was like, who's this guy? And then. Uh, when I actually seen his face, I was like, oh, okay, it's Marquise Chris. But he played very limited minutes tonight and still helped this Mavericks team out with some production. Chris played seven minutes, scored five points, had three rebounds and two assists, going two of two from the field and one of one from the three-point line. Again, another guy who seems to have disappeared, just like Frank Nitalikina, at to the end of the bench, who's going to be expected to play more minutes now and is going to be given that opportunity to produce. And I think he can. I think he will. And with this happening at this point in the season, if the Mavericks don't make a trade, then they have to get the confidence going in all these other guys because we're going to need every single one of them come playoff time. All these guys are going to have to make up what Tim Hardaway Jr. was bringing to the Mavericks. I know there's going to be a lot of people who say, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. wasn't doing a whole lot, which don't get me wrong. He wasn't having his best shooting season. He He's definitely down in the points per game category, but he was still doing a heck of a lot better than anyone else off the bench. So in order to compensate for that, you're just going to need just a little bit of something from everyone off the bench. And we got that tonight. They did what they had to do. They took care of business and played well against a Portland team that needed a win but did not get it at our expense because the Mavericks were definitely shooting a lot better in this game, and that's what helped them get this win, as the Mavericks actually shot 44% from the three-point line, and as we all know, the three-point line has not been the Mavericks' friend this season. They've had a terrible time being able to get shots to fall, but it worked out in this game and definitely helped this Maverick team get this win. Along with just the effort they were given out there. The Mavericks out-rebounded Portland 45-38. to And that's what you love to see. Along with the assists that were being dealt out by the Mavericks tonight. Who had 35 assists in this game. That is impressive. It was an overall great team performance. From the starters. From the bench. Everyone making their shots and playing for each other. Getting the rebounds. Getting the assists. And it's the kind of game that you had to have after losing a key part to your rotation and proving to yourself that you're still good enough with the roster as it's currently constructed. So a great win for the Mavericks taking down this Portland trailblazer team. Now, hopefully they can uh, gain, gain a little bit of confidence and just let each other know that they're still here and there's still plenty of guys on this roster. that can help as the Mavericks. Now, after this game, get to face the Indiana Pacers And Rick Carlisle this Saturday at 6 o'clock. And again, this is the first time the Mavericks are playing the Indiana Pacers with Carlisle on the bench. As we know earlier in the season, Carlisle was not available to coach the Pacers when the Mavericks faced them because of the COVID situation. But he will be on their bench this time. And uh, hopefully the Mavericks can show Rick what he's missing here in Dallas and pull off another victory and start a whole nother win streak going here so a great win let's keep it rolling mass fans and stay behind our team that's going to be it for today's episode i hope you enjoyed what you heard if you did make sure you hit that subscribe button like follow and share with your friends and i hope you listen to the next time mass fan thanks a lot